You're listening to the Declare Conference podcast. The Declare Conference is a Christian women's blogging conference here in Dallas, Texas, this August 2014. The hostesses of the conference, Erin Hall, Kristen Lemus, Michelle Acker, and myself, Heather McFadden, can't wait to welcome you to Dallas. In the meantime, we hope these podcasts can inspire and equip you to know God and make Him known. We also hope today's guest, one of our speakers at Declare, will give you the tools you need to follow God's calling with wild obedience. See y'all soon. You're listening to episode 21, and can you believe it? This is our last speaker interview. I'm kind of like sad about it. I really have enjoyed getting to know all of the speakers, hearing their hearts, and kind of, you know, introducing each of you to them. So, uh, all right. The only thing that is keeping the sadness away is the fact that I will get to see all of you this week. Yay. And amazingly, this wasn't even planned like this. But Kristen um, Welch is the guest for today, and uh, she's closing out our speaker interviews, and she's also our keynote closing out the conference this week. So, you know, it just seems like her story and her words are a perfect match for the theme God placed on our hearts for this year. The wild obedience (laughs) theme, which you've heard over and over again. But I tell you what, I just think it is God's heart for us. He wants us to have a good life and things just go better. Joy abounds when we follow and we obey him. And Kristen's story is a testimony to that. Things that she's doing that most people would think are hard or sacrificial or crazy filled her with such joy and her family and and she would tell you she is not they're not like superstar christians there's nothing uber amazing about the welches they are that family but she has followed him faithfully and you will hear her heart in that through our interview today but i just want to tell you all thanks for listening to the declare conference podcast it has been such a treat to be able to walk you through all these speakers and i will see you in the ballroom, Thursday night. Adios. Oh, and here's Kristen. Hey, Kristen, welcome to the show. Hey, Heather, very glad to be here today. And I'm so excited that you're going to be keynoting at Declare. I mean, what a perfect match, your story and our theme of wild obedience. I mean, you were involved in Declare last year, but it just seemed like such a great fit. It is. I, when, uh, when I was asked to be a part of it and heard the theme, I just, I knew immediately that my story and the group of women that are, are coming this year, that it was a perfect match. And so I'm, I'm so excited to, to be a part of Declare. Well, and I know that even this summer, you've had more exciting things happen. And I hope we can chat about those during the podcast. But before we get into it, let's just, for anyone who doesn't know your story and um, your family, would you first just introduce us to your family? Yes. um, First and foremost, I'm a mom and I've been married. Actually, it will be 20 years this December, which makes me 
very um, young. <laughs> um, you were married at 10. Yes, exactly. And I have three kids that are 14, 12, and 7. And um, yeah, we're just the regular suburban family, just like most everyone else. Yeah. And then your, but then your blog title is We Are That Family, right? Yes. yes. Uh, so how did that start? Was that your first blog? It was. It started after many, many, many visits to emergency rooms and realizing that, you know, that family everyone's talking about and feeling sorry for. And yeah, that's us. It's funny. So were your kids little then? They were. I've been blogging for seven years. So my youngest had just been born. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's when, that's when I felt like the rubber hit the road. Three. Yeah. We needed to talk about it online. <laughs> I needed a community for sure. I needed a process. Yeah, and yeah, I needed I needed people to know what life was like. Yeah. yeah. Mainly, I just couldn't get out of the house with all three, so yeah, I thought I got to bring community to me. That's good. Okay, so yes. you started seven years ago, and was it like the typical blogging story where you're writing about family? And then it progressed from there? Um, yeah. I mean, I still feel like I write about family. Yeah. So that hasn't really changed that much. Faith and family and just trying to inspire people where they're at, you know. Um, it's It looks a lot different than it did seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like it's something that fulfills a piece of me and hopefully it encourages and inspires readers. So, well, and because of your blog, um, I know I've interviewed you for my personal podcast and we talked about how blogging gave you an opportunity, which has brought you even more opportunities. Um, and one of those was being invited to take a compassion trip. Yes. Which is super cool. I don't know if you want to share some of that with our listeners who aren't familiar with that process. Yeah, in 2010, I was invited by Compassion International to take, I guess, my blog uh, into a third world country and write about poverty with the goal of getting kids sponsored. And um, Compassion does this every year. And so um, I went to Kenya, my first trip really overseas, and uh, it just, it really wrecked me. It, it, if, a, if a trip can change your life, then uh, that is what happened to me. It really um, interrupted my life. And when I came home, I knew that God wanted me to respond in some way to, to what I had seen and experienced. Well, and some people could go overseas and I know a lot of people do go overseas. I know I've taken mission trips and you see some poverty and you see some things and you just you want to help but you just don't know how and you can maybe even feel the stirring but you were willing to obey God and and step out and um and I know you write about it uh a lot and you wrote a whole book about it. Yes. <laughs> can you tell everyone about your book that just came out? Yeah, it came out um, May 1st, and it's called Rhinestone Jesus, Saying Yes to God When Sparkly Safe Faith is No Longer Enough. And 
It's titled that because all through high school I wore a sparkly rhinestone Jesus pin, um, trying to wear my faith out loud. I was more of an introvert, and uh, but it was kind of an accessory mm-hmm. to my life, not really the core of who I was. And you know, I was raised in church, grew up being a good girl, and and never really breaking rules, and um, full of faith. You know, every Bethmore Bible study and worship song, you know, have it all as a part of my, my history. I grew up just, you know, never missing a church service with my family and all of that is great. But I just, I think I had a, an intersection with God in Kenya Mm -hmm. because I realized that I was full of faith, that I was lacking obedience. I hadn't done the different things that God had told me to do throughout my life. I was just a, a very comfortable Christian. And so um, obedience changes your life. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it stretches you further than you've ever been stretched. And it uh, costs you more than you've ever paid. But it puts you on a, on a track, a journey that you would never trade for anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me. And I know you're going to share more of your story with um, us at your keynote, so I don't want you to give too much away, but you can briefly say what your yes led you to. I mean, it's hard to wrap. I know you wrote a whole book about it, but yeah. like a brief description of what you you ended up doing or God did through you, I guess. Yeah, definitely God through us. You know, just today I was talking to the nonprofit accountant who has helped us the last four years and she just, you know, this is someone who doesn't know me personally. She just knows what we've done. Mm. And this is someone looking from the outside in and saying, this has to be God. Mm. She's looking at numbers, you know, and it was such a testimony. And I said, that's exactly it. You know, God chooses, he asked all of us to say yes to something. And he chooses the people who are the least qualified and the most inadequate because that's where he's glorified. And, and that's what happened in our lives. You know, we, we said yes. And that our yes looks like a maternity home, two homes actually now in Kenya that um, rescue and house and really become family to um, orphaned and oppressed pregnant girls living in poverty. Mm. And so um, we have a lot of girls and babies and, uh, my blog has really become a funding agent in a lot of ways for this nonprofit. And, um, the details are way more than you would ever want to know. <laughs> Broken life, uh, and how inadequate we are and how messed up we are, are in the pages of my book. But, uh, it's really a beautiful story of what God has created from people who have really made a lot of mistakes. So, And it's just been great to watch from the outside how each little yes you, you, you do. Like mm-hmm. you could have started the home and just stayed with that, but then you just felt God saying, you know, it's time for a second place. And you put it out there, and amazingly, you know, the funds came in to help build this or to buy this second 
home and it's full already. And just, you know, it's awesome to watch God work and it gives us all faith to say yes in whatever our little steps of steps are that he's calling us to. Um, and even today, something yeah. exciting that oh. you stepped out in faith, right? Why don't you tell everyone what happened today? Yeah, so... I'm still kind of on a high and a pinky. Oh my goodness, this is really happening. But um, more than a year ago, probably closer to two years ago, God started burdening me with this idea to provide employment for women, um, pregnant girls, impoverished single mothers, um, widows. Uh, to provide employment for them. It's so easy to give things and stuff and even money to people in poverty. But if we can give them opportunity and empower them to meet their own needs, I feel like that's really something that's sustainable. And if we can do that in the name of Jesus, with the gospel as our core, Mm -hmm. it, it changes lives. It changes the world. And so today we, Mercy House launched a new um, ministry called Fair Trade Friday, and it's based on the popular subscription uh, monthly subscription boxes that are delivered to your door, and it's uh, fair trade items from women all over the world. And these are artisans that we work with and help develop skills. And those boxes uh, really—it's a club that. Um, helps so many, so many women. And it's, so it's a way for us to empower, um, other women. And so, so, so I would sign up and I would pay a certain amount a month. Yeah. And then the first Friday I would get a box of things that were made in other countries by women, um, giving them a, a job and a, and a product right. to sell. Right. Right. And it's super cute stuff. And today we, uh, I didn't know if this would fly or flop. You know, (laughs) it was an idea God had given me, but I didn't want to invest a lot of money. And so um, a lot of different pieces of the puzzle fell into the place without us having to spend a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, well, we'll open up the club to 80 women. And within two hours, we had 130 women signed up. And we have a waiting list. Uh, The last time I checked a few hours ago, it had like 120 names on it. So, um Wow. Yeah, that that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that, that that's, is, that's God alone, right? That's yes. God alone. Yes. And it's and it's your faithfulness too. One in taking this this step of this risk, but two, it requires you to be consistent on your blog, providing content, so that mm-hmm. there are people out there who know about Mercy House, who know you, who are invested in you and what you're doing, and trust you. To right. you know, I don't. I don't think it's just. I think it's not just this step of obedience, but I think it was the small steps of writing a post when you don't really feel like it, and mm-hmm. being vulnerable along the way so people really know you, and right. um, they're connected to whatever you're a part of. So it's super exciting. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. We're excited. Um, you know, it was another reminder today of how obedience is risky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we like to have a safety net under us and around us. We like to have a savings account. 
a five-year plan, all of these things that our culture, you know, says is a part of success. But sometimes God just says, step out. And um, he teaches us through failure and success. So if we're obedient, then we're always successful. And I love how how God just uses both of those to to teach us and to change the world. And I heard a quote this last week at family camp. Um, the speaker said, uh, obedience is never unsafe. It may be unfamiliar, but it's never unsafe because Christ never fails us. And exactly. I was like, wow, yeah, that's true. Like it can feel, wild can feel so like crazy and out there, but it may just be that it's not normal. And right. that's what makes it stand out from the crowd. Not that it's unsafe. So that's very exciting. And okay, products are coming from not just Kenya. Right. Where right. else are they coming from? Well, it's funny you should ask, but <laughs> um, actually in January, you know, I wrote this book on saying yes to God, turned it in. Um, a few weeks after I handed it in, uh, God asked me to say yes again, and mm. it came in a very unexpected place. It's right here in my city, um, but I started helping with a class um, of refugee women. So they're refugees from Burma and Bhutan, Nepal, Thailand. There are 50,000 refugees in my city of Houston, and they're living in poverty right here. And they're moms who need to buy their babies diapers. And so on Fridays, we go and we teach classes, of my friends and I, to these women. And so this is an avenue for their product to, to be sold. And so it's amazing crocheted and knitted gorgeous things that are very creative. Um, we have partnerships with a group in Ethiopia and then working with Freeset in India. Um, and... All of those things are continuing to grow. Uh, besides our residents in Kenya, we also have girls who don't actually live in our, our homes there, mm-hmm. um, but they're, they live in a nearby slum. And the money that they will make through this endeavor will literally change their everyday existence. And so, mm-hmm. you know, 100% of the money is going right back into providing for women. And we're just really excited about the potential and the growth and what is going to happen and how God's going to use this. It's very, very cool. And maybe you could even like, okay, I'm going to keep adding to your load here. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) because I feel, you know, we just signed up for a subscription that's totally not helping anyone besides the environment. Maybe it's this Lego subscription where you get like Lego sets and then you just play with them and then you send them back and get another Lego set. But it would be cool to get like toys or something or interesting, mm-hmm. you know, things from other countries that I could introduce my boys to, you know, products. Okay. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like for kids, like a kid's option that wasn't, you know, jewelry or, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You just never know. Throwing that in there just to add, you know, just as you're just starting this off, why don't I just grow your business? Yes. Business, my husband. not for profit. I was so excited today, and my husband was, his eyes were getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, 
So do you have like a team that's going to, I mean, this is this you and your family or do you have a team in place to help you do this? Yeah, I have a team. Actually, it's, it's amazing how God orchestrates our lives. I think when we're walking in obedience and we're saying yes to the daily yeses, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's an amazing story of the family who's helping us lead it. But um, they actually just moved, returned from Ethiopia. They were missionaries there, and they kind of were displaced here in our city. And so God's redeeming that season for them by their involvement in Fair Trade Friday. So wow. he doesn't waste anything. And it's, it's so exciting yeah. to watch. God work and how he brings all the pieces of our lives and makes something out of it. Yeah. All the, the backside of the tapestry, right. Is always a mess. And then it's like this beautiful, beautiful picture on the other side. And, um, I just, I love what you're doing with the refugees and, um, everything. And you just were in Kenya. Yes. Just got back two weeks ago. Um, how did that go? How was it seeing all the babies growing? Yeah, that was awesome. My kids were actually today. It was so funny. They were talking about their favorite baby, and they were, <laughs> and they were like, "Is it okay to have a favorite baby?" And I'm like, "Well, I have a favorite kid." You know? <laughs> and they were like, "Really?" Uh, I'm like, "Yes." On Mondays and Tuesdays, I like. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really great trip. We were able to accomplish a lot and um, see the growth of the organization, which has really been, it's just phenomenal what Maureen and her team in Kenya have been able to accomplish. And, uh, we have some more exciting things that I cannot maybe declare. I'll be able to share some very exciting news that not many people know. Um, hopefully I'll be able to share it then regarding mercy house, but yeah, it was, it was a great, trip we were you know Kenya was just named this week the fifth most dangerous country in the world and so I I had a lot of fear taking my kids this trip we were just there in December but there's been so much terrorism Mm. um just in the few short months since we've been home and and so I was I struggled with is this wise is it unwise and at the end of the day you know I just felt a peace knowing that, um, God holds our lives and, you know, just like the, the plane that went down this week, um, that didn't take God by surprise and he's sovereign and we don't understand it. And it's very sad to lose people we love, but at the same time, this is just the beginning of eternity, you know, eternity hasn't begun yet for us. And, and to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord, and and just knowing that if something happens, that that's God's will for us, and um, it really frees you up to just chase God. And of course, we had a very uneventful trip. We felt very safe while we were there, and um, I was very glad to be to get back home. Just take. I think I took a big, deep, long breath, knowing that this big trip had ended and until we go again. So yeah, it was a good, a very good experience. And, um, you probably have to do a lot. You probably have to prepare a lot to go and like document things and make sure you get enough pictures and video and, you know, we do all of that. And we actually, 
my husband and I are part of the board in Kenya, so we have board meetings, very long days, and um, it's just totally different culture. And when you're only there a couple of weeks, it's it's hard to uh, adjust. And just as you're adjusting, you're returning home. And mm-hmm. but my kids are troopers; they travel well, and they love seeing the world. So it's been a blessing, even in even in the hardships. It's been we can find things to be grateful for. Well, I'm so glad to hear it went well, and I can't wait to hear even more when you speak and close out Declare with your keynote. Um, It's just going to be such a sweet time to have all these friends together celebrating all God's done and all He's calling us to do. So thank you, Kristen, for being with us on the show and uh, sharing some of the highlights and what God's doing through your obedience. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night with those teenagers. Okay. <laughs> if you learned a few great things today, imagine how much more you will learn when you attend the Declare Conference this summer. You'll meet new people, hear awesome speakers, eat delicious food, and worship our amazing Lord. It's August in Dallas, Texas. For more information, go to www.declareconference.com. See y'all there.